Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Christmas Clatter. It has been a while, been a month, and uh, we are on this slow progression to Christmas. I have appreciated you guys uh, uh, giving me some time off, allowing me to have some time off to kind of do some other things and breaking these episodes into month to month, and uh, we'll do one in March and at least one in April, and then we'll start picking up a little bit more because... Hallmark Dream Books come out in April, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see them. I know there's some uh, stuff on there. So, yeah. Um, but but thanks for being here. We are going to talk about uh, Chat GPT. I was like, you know, like a week or two ago, I was like, I'd have no idea um, what I was going to do this episode on. Like, just, And I was just kind of rolling through, and then it's like, my YouTube feed's been inundated with chat GPT stuff and like mid journey and all these AI things. So it kind of hit me one day. It's like, well, what about Christmas uh, GPT? And uh, yeah, so we're just going to take a, take a look at that <clears throat> and uh, see what chat GPT has to say about a few things Christmas. So um, I know for those listening to the podcast, you know, the live stream was the day before, um, be nice if you guys could join us. I know, but schedules sometimes keep from it. So this episode, I will be uh, chatting uh, with people in the live chat. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing waffles back and forth, uh, depending on the, the episode. But uh, as we go through, and we're going to ask uh, and see if uh, chat GPT is actually Christmas GPT. Advent Intelligence. All right, I got my screen share up here. So um, for those that are listening to the podcast, you are not going to be able to see my screen, my computer screen here, but uh, uh, only the state of the art technology here at Christmas Clatter. And um, for those that don't know what chat GPT is, they call it an AI um, it's from open AI. If you go to, you know, just Google open AI, go there, you make an account with your Gmail or, and, uh, it's a chat bot. You just kind of type whatever you want to in it to get a response, uh, make lists, you know, they can, it can write short form things for you. Um, I guess technically it's an artificial intelligence, but it's really more of a, it can surf Google really fast and, give you the answers and without you having to scroll through a whole bunch of stuff, because, you know, kind of way you do some research is, you know, you Google what is fill, you know, just fill in the blank and you scroll through this, you know, past the sponsored uh, listings on, on the Google search, you find the article, you click it, you scroll through it, you get like a sentence, maybe you need click out of it, continue where you left off, scroll down find another article, maybe get a, a little bit more. And, uh, and then you kind of rinse and repeat that pattern until you have everything you need where as a chat B, uh, GPT, you can just go there, say, you know, ask what you need. And then it just does all that for you. Sometimes in the blink of an eye, but sometimes it's a little slower depending on, you know, how many people are using it. However, just, make sure you double check the answers. It's not, it's not perfect. It is a lot of fun. Um, 
if you kind of hit a creative block, it's good for that because you you can kind of go there and and uh, search out some different ideas, stuff maybe you didn't think of. Um, I used it for this video's description because those little short descriptions, I I just don't like typing those things out, and that's why a lot of times they're just kind of you know kind of ham and agar, if you will, and 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 things, and it just so I, I kind of had it type it out. I kind of rearranged it a little bit and saved me a lot of time. So, um, uh, <clears throat> so it, it's kind of cool. I've been playing on discord with the mid journey. That's the one that draws the pictures and stuff. And it's pretty cool, but that one, you really have to get into like the commands and stuff to make it do, you know, what you want. Whereas chat GPTs just, you know, um, you know, it's it's a little user friendly. The only thing that has to get used to, you have to hit command or control enter uh, to get it to answer you. So, but uh, let's go ahead and get started here uh, with our first question. I have a few questions here, not nothing you know too crazy. You don't want to don't want to blow up my my computer here. And uh, yes, this is the actual computer I'm streaming with tonight. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face, but. Uh, um, <clears throat> So I wanted to ask uh, Chat B, and I asked all these questions uh, uh, to Chat GPT uh, already, and re- and copied the answers because I didn't want to get on here and share the screen, and then if there's, you know, a lot of people on have to wait for the answers or get an error code, and then have to, you know, go back, you know. Um, but these are I did not edit these in any way. It's other than the font and the size. The, the wording is exactly uh, what I put in and what chat GPT came back to me. And so let's start off um, with an easy one. What's the best Christmas meal? You know, there could be lots of answers, you know, to this. Um, should be pretty straightforward. And uh, if this is a little small, um, <clears throat> I'll just read it off here to you guys. It says the best Christmas meal is subjective and depends on uh, personal preference. Some popular options include classic roast turkey with stuffing, mashed potatoes and vegetables, honey glazed ham, Christmas pudding, mince pies, roast beef, and nut roast. Other popular dishes include eggnog, mold wine, cranberry sauce, and Christmas cookies. Well, I like all those things as far as I know. I haven't met anything on there I haven't liked yet. I I could dig it, you know. Pretty good answer. A little political. That's one thing about chat uh, GPT. It will not, unless you command it to give one side of an argument or the other, um, it's it's not going to take a definite, um, you know, side. It's not going to pick a definite answer on a debatable question. Um, so, and yeah, Ken, I agree. It, it's, I don't know. Do I call it dressing or stuffing? I think I just interchange it. I don't know. I have to ask Holly that. I haven't paid attention. I think I just use them interchangeably and I really don't care which one you give me. I, I like both just fine. So, so, but yeah, it, it just kind of listed all the traditional foods here for the best Christmas dinner. If I, I went to your uh, 
house or you came into my house and this was all the foods I had, I think everybody would be happy. So, uh, Dwayne, thanks, bub. I saw that you had a, a IT nine one one situation. So thanks, thanks for uh, for uh, staying in touch with us here, man. I appreciate it. So, uh, but yeah, so far so good on the uh, on chat BT, uh, chat GPT Christmas GPT. You know, so let's get into a question that's a little bit more hotly debated. It's one I get tired of talking about, um, but seems like other people don't. And is Die Hard a Christmas movie? You know, this is one that, uh, you know, had, and uh, if you can't read this, I'll, I'll read it. I know it's a little small, you know, just a small little computer screen I have here. And uh, it says, this is a controversial question. I don't know how controversial it is. Um, I don't know why. You know, controversial seems a little bit strong. <laughs> you know, I don't see when I think of a controversial question, I think of a question that people are willing to get in a fist fight over. I just don't know anybody willing to get in a fist fight over this question. But uh, as some people consider Die Hard to be a Christmas movie, while others do not. However, it is worth noting that the film takes place on Christmas Eve and features a Christmas carol in its soundtrack, as well as other Christmas songs. So arguably it's a Christmas movie. In some sense, ultimately, it's whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie is up to the individual opinion. Well, he gave definitely all answers for, but zero answers on why not. So, uh, Chat GPT has agreed that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And um, if you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie when Skynet takes over, um, I feel sorry for you. That's all I can say. Um, but uh, we've talked about Die Hard at nauseum. It's a Christmas movie. Chat GPT thinks so. Apparently, a lot of people on the internet think so because it just uh, it just kind of regurgitates all those answers. Uh, so now let's get into these questions that are bound to get some people fired up, and uh, and see what. Chat GPT has to say, what are the top 10 Christmas movies? This list, for some reason, really surprised me. And then again, I thought if someone listed this as their top 10 Christmas movies, I would have no argument about it at all. Um, so they're going to be a little up here. So, but yeah, it's number one movie. Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life followed by the 1947 Miracle on 34th Street, Home Alone, A Christmas Story, Elf, the 2018 uh, Grinch, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Polar Express, How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 2000, and then um, White Christmas. I can't disagree with this very much. I'm not a fan of the 2000 How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I know it's beloved by very, very many people. Not on my list. But if someone made this their list, I would be perfectly happy with it. I know the 2018 Grinch has really won the hearts of a lot of people, and it's it's fine. I don't know if it makes my top 10. Not sure if Polar Express makes my top 10 either. So those three, you know, I can take them or leave them. You know, I'd definitely put Arthur Christmas in my top 10 over 
any of those. White Christmas, I'm not sure if that'd make my top 10 either. You know, I'll need to tackle the top 10 Christmas movies. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, CJ, that, this this is this is the stuff right here that uh, this is stuff right here that just people could get controversial about. <laughs> no, I understand. A lot of people don't think it's a wonderful Christmas movie, but they're they're it's okay. They can be wrong if they want to, but uh, but it's a wonderful life. Definitely is the number one Christmas movie. So yeah, yeah. Polar Express is fine. That's all I can say. It's fine. You know, I don't, I like it. It's good to watch like around Christmas. I think I watched it a lot. My oldest boy, when he was little, he, you know, he's born 2004. So that movie on DVD was like big deal when he was three, four years old. So it got spun year round all the time. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying, Mikey. It's just for some reason, the list kind of was surprising. But uh, like I said, if um, someone gave this to me, I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. That's a good list. And uh, so, yeah. Ah, Arnie loves a white Christmas. I like it quite a bit, too. I just don't know if it makes my top 10. Uh, you know, I tackled the songs a lot this past Christmas season. So this uh, um, upcoming Christmas, I'm not going to do it now. I'll wait till we get closer to Christmas time. I need to probably tackle my top 10 uh, Christmas movies and then do a, a top 10 Christmas movies by the number kind of thing uh, like I did with um, with the songs. Uh, I need to write that down so I don't forget. But, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And for those that are just listening, the, the list, again, is number one, Wonderful Life. Number two, the 1947 Miracle on 34th Street. Home Alone, A Christmas Story. Elf, 2018 Grip. The Grinch, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Polar Express, How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 2000, and White Christmas. So, yeah, not not so bad. Not so bad. It's a um, just an AI. So, <laughs> Sean says, glad to see Die Hard's not in the top ten. Well, the way it kind of, kind of, um, you know, Root it for Die Hard to be a Christmas movie. That, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. At least they're classics. It's, yeah, it's missing Santa Claus, you know, but uh, I don't even know if the Santa Claus would make my top 10. I, I'd have it. I need to write them down. I need to do that. So I guess this Christmas will be a, a Christmas movie <laughs> Christmas, I guess. So I'll have to, have to go into those. So, uh, I haven't seen Ben, Bar <clears throat> Arnie, Doug. I haven't seen Ben in here yet, and and uh, maybe he won't show for this one. I, I hate. I'd love to have Ben here, but I don't. I don't want to trigger him either, you know. But uh, the top ten Christmas songs, and uh, this uh, this list uh, it makes sense. But it's of course it's wildly different than the my opinion list, and it's actually uh, wildly different than the one I did by the numbers, um, as well. Some of the songs are on; they're probably all about the same. Some of them are in the same spots. I didn't pull; I didn't do my homework to see which ones are which. But uh, 
Yeah, let's look at it here. And uh, number one, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. There's no surprise there. Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Frank Sinatra's number two. Last Christmas by Wham, Jingle Bell Rock, Bobby Helms at four. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland at five. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. The Christmas Song, Nat King Cole. It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer at nine by Gene Autry and also Gene Autry at Frosty the Snowman. So, yeah, not a bad list. Not a bad list. Yeah, so Mariah's at number one. She's going to be at number one on all the Christmas songs lists from here until who knows when. So we're just going to have to live with it. The Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Frank Sinatra at number two was surprising. I have no idea how ChatGPT gave me these lists. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, cool choice. You know, Wham's always popular. Jingle Bell Rock and Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, both those were, I mean, remember, were surprised on my By the Numbers list, especially uh, Jingle Bell Rock. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, those were a surprise. Um, the other seemed Gene Autry making it twice was kind of cool, even though it was, you know, nine and ten, still would be top ten twice. is you know, very cool. Of course, Andy Williams is always good yeah 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 cj you know um silent night didn't make my numbers list either uh it's just the song is you know one of the oldest that we still sing if not the oldest we still sing uh, um but it just doesn't it's just not uh i mean it holds a special place but as far as like airplay you know, radio play, streaming play, and all that. It just does not get the traction that some of these other songs do. I'm not sure why that is. Um, it's a great song, um, but I'm not. I'm not sure. It, it it should be there, and this could be because it was by artist. Maybe if I did, if I worded it different, where it was just songs without artist, it may be there. Aha! There's Ben. So, yeah. Well, Ben, we panic when you're not around. So, so I'm glad you put me at ease. Thanks for being here, my friend. I appreciate it. But uh, I just didn't want to trigger you and and uh, send you to the rest of the week. Um. Uh, you know, you know, all triggered up by Mariah Carey. So, but. Yeah, it's a solid list. The the only one I think that's just a little bit out is that Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Frank Sinatra. I, I love it. And Frank belongs on this here somewhere, but I think his version of Jingle Bells is more rememberable. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you want, if you had to pick Frank Sinatra's Jingle Bells or Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which would you pick? I'll pick Jingle Bells myself. I just love the uh, the spelling of Jingle Bells in that song. It's just so catchy and rememberable. So, but, 
Uh, it says Chappie pulled a, a kindergarten class for this list. But there's some decent ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it, man. It's uh, what's the line from, uh, yeah, Jingle Bells, definitely. What's the line from uh, Christmas Vacation? You know, it's like, I want to call open eight. Uh, call open AI and say, I hope you kids see what a pathetic waste of resources this was, you know? So yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> you have no burrow lives. So this brings up bringing up Christmas music again. It kind of brings up my 101 essential Christmas songs list that I'm still trying to mull over in my mind on how to do that. I may have to, um, call on some of you guys for like a big, uh, uh, zoom meeting on how and hash it out on, uh, the direction I should go because, uh, I got so many different directions. I can, I can, I can take that thing. I just don't know how to do it quite yet. And would like some of you guys' opinion on that, but, uh, yeah. So, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Holly Jolly, yeah, Sean, Holly Jolly is definitely a must. You know, Burl Eyes Holly Jolly is one of those that is just, as soon as you hear it, it's like it, it's like the Christmas feels start deep with inside and then just like explode outworld. So, huh, Ben, Dean Martin, Marshmallow World. I'm not sure if I know who this Mr. Martin guy is or this song, uh, Ben. Um, I'm un, I'm unfamiliar with him. I'll have to I'll have to check him out. Is is he a new artist? Was he was he that guy that was uh, opening for Dua Lipa the other day? So, <laughs> but Ben's always up for a good Dean Martin Marshmallow World. So, um, how many times how many times a day you listen to that song, Ben? Uh, do you listen every day? Because here's what I'm thinking: you really love that song. And I think you should listen to it like every day and, and raise money for charity. Be like, I'm going to listen to it every day. And, you know, for every day I listen to it, you know, some people got to donate money or something. I think that would be fantastic. But, uh, uh, I was fortunate enough to get my first Dean Martin vinyl Christmas vinyl this year. So that was very, very exciting. And it was actually the first, uh, vinyl I spun in December, uh, for Christmas movie or for Christmas music. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. You got to save those for that time of year. I do the same thing. My favorites like that. I just save for that time of the year. I may grab them like once or so in the summer, but I, I, I don't, I don't want them to lose their, their, uh, um, specialness, you know? So, <laughs> making that my alarm clock <laughs> well that's a good making any song your alarm clock will be a great way to ensure that you will always hate that song trust me i know so here's the here's the question we all really want to know about uh chat gpt or christmas gpt what is christmas all about you know, this is kind of one of those things that, uh, you know, and I worded this especially, you know, from the peanuts, you know. Uh, well, I'll tell you what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. You know, just to, just to see what ChatGPT has to say. 
And um, this question was probably the most surprising out of all of them. I was, I was thoroughly um, pleased. <laughs> it says Christmas is a holiday celebrated around the world in December to commemorate the birth of Jesus Christ. It's a time of joy and celebration <clears throat> with activities such as decorating houses, exchanging gifts, singing carols, and attending church services. Christmas is also a time where people reflect on the values of peace, love, joy, and hope, and spend time with family and friends. Winner, winner, chicken dinner here. That's exactly, especially that last part. Well, all of it is, but really nailed the sentiment on that last part. A celebration or, or <clears throat> a time to reflect on the values of peace, love, joy, and hope. Yeah. You know, well said, well put. You know, it gave the history of, you know, what Christmas is. It's the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, you know, and people, you know, people decorate houses and exchange gifts and carols, you know, they attend church services, but they, he really get it. He, he I'm going to call him the AI chat GPT really nailed this one. It's like, it's a time to reflect on values of peace, love, joy, and hope and spend time with families and friends. Yeah. Peter did say go to church. So, yeah, it did. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was surprised. I figured it would give a little bit more, um, PC of an answer, you know, a little bit cleaner, uh, not cleaner, but just a little bit more, you know, spark parsing of the words, but, it really nailed it. This is the answer I want to hold on to. I'm probably going to use this, especially the lie, you know, reflecting on those uh, values of peace, love, joy, and hope. And uh, this is going to be a little bit shorter episode than the normal. But uh, before we go, I just want to remind everybody, you know, February is about over. Coming into March, you know, whether it be changing spring, we'll be springing, hopefully you know, before too long, but, uh, the time after Christmas, January, February is, it's a tough past couple ones have been a little tough on me personally, just kind of, uh, just that blah Christmas blues feeling, which we talked about a little bit last time, but, uh, you know, this, uh, late February day, if you're listening to this, well, soon after it releases, uh, just take a moment and like chat GPT says, you know, reflect on those values of peace, love, joy, and hope, you know. Um, in, in the, you know, the times when, you know, you kind of miss Christmas or you kind of got that, uh, you know, blues from the season, you know, not having enough sunlight around. Sometimes just taking a little time to reflect on those things is, uh, all we can do. And uh, it's like Sean says, soon we'll be marching into Christmas. So, but uh, guys, thanks for joining me so much on this episode of Christmas Clatter. I know it's a little shorter one, 
but I just wanted to, to you know, poke my head out of the uh, groundhog hole and say I'm still here. Still Christmas clatter still going, just getting this break in. Uh, we'll be back in March, uh, probably the middle or late March, definitely after St. Patrick's Day and uh, with an episode. Not sure what it'll be about, but there'll be an episode. And in April, we'll be hitting the Hallmark ornaments, hopefully start having some guests again soon. And, oh, I need to tease this real quick. In May and into June, there's going to be, I think it's going to be about four weeks, a uh, special YouTube only. There's going to be some live streams, YouTube only. It won't be here on the podcast if you're listening to it, just on YouTube. Of course, if you can't be there live, the, the replays will be available. And it's something I had talked about at the end of last season. And it's going to be a live stream series. And uh, it's going to be called Christmas Clatter Creates. So if you want to get that uh, creative juices flowing, um, join us. We're going to be having guests that are um, specialists in their, their creative fields. Artists, photographers, authors, you know, that kind of thing. And they're going to teach us how to start that stuff. So, uh, thanks, Tammy. You guys there at Cal- Callister's Christmas. I appreciate it so much. Thanks for being here. Um, see you guys on Instagram all the time. Still still popping those Christmas ornaments up. I'll just... Fills my Instagram feed up with Christmas. Thanks so much for being here, guys. I really appreciate it. Need to have you guys back on, too. Uh, missed having you this this past Christmas. So, um, But, guys, until next time, remember, keep Christmas hope alive every day.